I've become this insufferable person who only talks about money now, like about our podcast. People that ask me about it and I just go off on this crazy rant about it, like, oh. Anyway, but one of my friends is an economist who teaches in the business school and he said, yeah, I've listened to some of your episodes and I think they're really fun. And I, I was so happy that somebody who actually knows something about this stuff didn't say, you guys are making fools of yourselves. So. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> you guys, I was talking to a very funny, smart lady about the podcast. And she was saying that one of the things that sets us apart is that we're not experts. You know, let me tell you what to invest in this and that. She's like, she goes, it's adorable that the four of you are talking about your own, like, you know, little investment club. She's like, that's the appeal. Well, that was the whole idea of the podcast. But should, that's- our, should our tagline be adorable investing? <laughs> or a women investing question mark? Adorable. Exactly. Oh, how cute. Welcome to Women Take Stock. This week, we're doing something a little bit different. It's our holiday show. So sit back, relax, and have a sip of cider. We are four friends all at different places in our financial and personal lives looking to pull back the curtain on the seemingly mysterious, often testosterone-driven world of stock investing. And if four women without business degrees can figure out the market as a side hustle, so can you. Join us as we learn the basics, buy, sell, scratch our heads, hold our breath, commiserate, and celebrate, hopefully more of the latter. We aren't experts, so please note that this podcast is for general information purposes only. Yeah, anything resembling financial advice is purely coincidental. That said, we are hoping to make a little or a lot of money doing this. And if money is power, we want some of that too. Okay, guys, so we're sitting here and it is, well, it's Christmas Eve, actually. Yeah. Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate. And 2020 is almost over. It's closing out. That's amazing. Okay, so this year we can all agree massively just just I mean there are no words for how bad it sucked. But yeah, worst year ever. We can appreciate some of the good things that happened, right? And I for me, not to be all like Pollyanna and everything, but honestly, this is like the best thing that's happened to me all year is you guys. Oh. <laughs> I would start it as this really kind of goofy idea has I I mean I'm not kidding I've said this to people I like this has saved me Mm. like whether or not I've made any money and I haven't made that much money although percentage wise I'm very impressed with myself Um, so tell us what 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 is your percentage well (laughs) looking at my recap but it's interesting this it says I joined on September 25th 2020 and my first stock was a Afria. Afria. That was the free stock they gave. They gave me $5 worth of stock or something. It's like one share. They give you one share. They give you one share. Yeah. And it was worth $5. It's very funny though. Cause it's like, they have these things like you're just a little attached and you can see that I'm obsessed with my F cells, my fuel cell energy stock that I click it all the time. Like, you know how on iPhone, you can see how much you're checking things. Like apparently I check the F cell share my page on F cell, like m- multiple times a day. Wait, I'm going to top you there. Uh-huh. I They told me that I checked my Robinhood every single day since I invested, since I started my investments on February 24th. So every single day I've looked into Robinhood, not once, but multiple times. And I'm not sure how this is possible, but it says that I checked NVIDIA the most at 739 times. Holy what is moly. NVIDIA? It's like a computer gaming 
thing, like an electronic thing that supports video on computers and gaming. It went up a lot though, since COVID, but I was like, wow, 739 times. I thought I checked. That's obsessive. That's like you're stalking. You're a stalker. Totally stalking. (laughs) That's a great way to look at it. Okay. But wait, I just looked. So I don't know what the average of the actual stock market has gone. I mean, it's been a good year, right? Overall, my average over three months, it says it's gone up almost 35%, which I have to say is pretty good, right? Could mm-hmm. certainly be yeah, that's like, really um, good. a lot of other percentage returns out there. Yeah. Like my savings account in my bank, <laughs> which is like 0.01% or something. Have you guys done? I just looked it up because I know that there's a number, but it says the average stock market return year to year is between six and 10%. So that's, that's better than any bank, but it's not better than how we've done this year. And how yeah. have you done this year, Dana? Mine says 152% over Jeez, the past please. year. i'm speechless okay i give up i'm literally i'm just giving you all my money (laughs) great and i'll make a ponzi scheme i'll pull a uh for next birdie madoff jj what about you well so i'm on a different platform than you guys um and i was just looking at it overall i've got some that individually like some stocks that have done amazing well up 43 percent up 24 percent um I took some gains. And so as a result, my overall gain loss percentage is, I'm kind of embarrassed to say now, is like 4.63%. But what's interesting too is, I mean, the lessons I've learned, even in just the short time we've been doing this, it's crazy. I feel like my eyes have been opened about what I need to do and how I need to think about my finances. So that's one. And two, even this week. So I had a wobble and with what was going on in the economy and year end and COVID. So there were a couple of stocks I had that I got a bit nervous. So I, and I took the gains and then one of them, which was Green Thumb, which is a US-based marijuana, medical marijuana company. I was looking again at the guidance and the news and I thought, I wish I hadn't done that. So I thought, well, never mind. I think it's still going to go up. So I bought back in. And since then, it's gone back up. Yeah. So, so <laughs> good I mean, lesson. good lesson. I think sometimes, or at least what I used to think that investing in stocks, it was this one time hit, you know, either you invested and you made shed loads of money and whoop, whoop, or you miss the boat and didn't right. you know, nothing happen. and get out. Yeah. Right. Or you invested and, you know, you went way down, you lost loads of money and like, you know, boohoo. But actually it's a process, constant yeah. process about yeah. thinking and managing my money, which that in itself is an exciting idea that right. actually taking control of it. So overall, I look at my portfolio and there are a couple of things like Cresco Labs. Again, that's a pot stock and that hasn't been doing well, but actually I think that's a temporary blip. So I'm happy with everything I'm holding right now. It'd be funny if one of us bought like Califon or, you know, a pots and pans company stock thinking it was a pot stock. Never. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I just chime in about the learning aspect. JJ, I really appreciate that. Even though you're not up as whatever percent you'd like to be, you have, you're up a major percentage in your learning. And that's kind of the goal of all this, right? And you'll apply right. that as time goes and knowing it's a process. Exactly. Yesterday, I was actually interviewing a babysitter 
and she's about 20 years old. And we end up starting to talk about finances and stock and investing. And it was so exciting to me and like kind of uplifting to feel like I was sharing this knowledge with her about investing and how the four of us have this group and are doing a podcast and how we are looking back at her age. You know, we wish we'd had that knowledge at that time. And funny enough, she's on acorns and (gasps) she is, yeah. And she, she was able to talk with me about that and how she's been thinking about investing and money and she questions, why aren't we taught this in school? Why do they leave it up to us to just do this on our own? And she cited, especially girls and women. She has an older brother who uh, was supported in his finance career. And she probably wouldn't have even started thinking about money in this way if it weren't for her brother. So having this conversation with someone you know, 30 years younger than me wow. was really was exciting. And it made me feel a lot of um, inspiration for our future generation. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think also... A big learning uh, this week was, you know, I don't know how to say this eloquently, kind of, we should give give ourselves a break. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One, don't worry if you haven't done it earlier. And even this week where I did something, which, you know, was okay, but then I thought, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. It didn't make me lose loads of money, though I nominally lost out because I got out and then got back in when the stocks were a few cents higher. But I thought, yeah, you know, it's not a disaster mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. sense too. That while it is serious, it's okay to not perform perfectly. Yes, as long as you're doing it strategically, as long as you're making sure you're not gambling with money you can't afford to lose. I say gambling, but yeah. playing, and that you have your goals in mind, and that your decisions align with your goals. I figured that out last week when JJ, you had sold some plug because you were worried about what was happening in the UK economy, understandably. And I was like, oh yeah, plug is that maybe I should sell plug too. Don't worry. You did not influence me to make a bad decision. It was just that I, I sold it sort of impulsively. And then later I was like, why did I do that? I sort of retrofitted a goal (laughs) onto my, my (laughs) sale. Cause I was like, you know what, actually I made, You know, I think I made like around $30, which frankly is not a lot of money, but it was a 16% gain based on what I had invested originally. I'm I'm playing with small potatoes here. So yeah, we all I I mean, yeah, the three of us are (laughs) but it made me realize, like, you know what? If my goal is just to realize some gains at a good percentage, then I met my goal. And I'm not gonna like second guess that, oh, I should have held on to it. And it actually, my my stress level went down. The minute I recognized that I had a larger plan that I could fit that decision into. So I have something to say about this whole plan thing. Although before I even say something about the plan thing, Dana, I have a big question for you, which is, are you going to pay your babysitter in crypto? <laughs> <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> no, but you know, it's funny. We I actually asked her if it was okay to pay her in cash. And then I said, wait, why am I saying that? Can I just pay you through Venmo or Zelle? And that is, you know, compared to when I was babysitting or even when I paid babysitters 10 years ago, you know. Oh my God. I don't think I've paid a babysitter in anything but Venmo in years. I mean, I think that kind of supports the whole digital currency. Kind of think about that difference, right? Yeah. I mean, our, our comfort with that. But so one thing, you know, we keep talking about having a plan and it's important to have a plan. And I think I didn't really understand what we actually were saying. And then 
Yesterday, I had a call with my actual financial advisor who's managing our retirements and whatever, the stable stuff. And it's funny because I have not told him up until now what we were doing. And I said, Joe, I have a confession to make because he's known me for years now. And he knows that I'm usually completely terrified about all of this stuff. And so I told him about our show and he was fascinating and how all sorts of fascinating advice. But the one thing he kept saying, you have to make a plan. And I was like, what does that mean, Joe? He's like, well, you buy a stock and you decide at what point you're going to sell that stock. And I was like, oh, I didn't quite get that. And I said, okay, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. And I'm looking at my fuel cell stock and he's like, read around, read some stuff, read some analysis and decide how high you think it's going to go. And at what point you're going to sell whatever happens. And I was like, it it was funny. This light. What did you think I meant when I said? I wasn't sure. I really wasn't sure. I was just like, "Uh uh uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds really good. But I didn't really think about it. Well, I think Um, also we didn't, at the beginning, you don't know enough to know what your plan should be necessarily. Like, I feel like, yeah. My my plan was more like, I'm going to buy into six companies over the course of the year and I'm going to watch them. You know, like there wasn't really like a, I'm going to watch them and I'm going to read about them and I'm going to see what's happening rather than I'm going to watch them and I'm going to read about them and see what's happening and make a decision about how I'm going to execute based on that. It was sort of more nebulous. It's a discovery yeah. process. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's okay that at the beginning, your plan was just that because where you were at at that point, that's that's enough. And then as you learn more, then you get more specific. So he, you were ready for the advice Joe gave you I yesterday. I was open to it. I was open and ready to receive. And it's funny because, well, well, so now I'm looking at my little portfolio here and I'm thinking, you know what? I actually need to sell off because just like you were saying earlier in the last episode, JJ, I can't keep, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten companies and three different types of crypto. I can't keep oh, up with that. You have that's stock in ten different companies? Yes. How do you um how are you tracking that? I'm not, obviously. <laughs> the only one I'm really paying attention to is fuel cell. So I was like, you know what? I think I need to cut a fuel cell plug I'm paying attention to. One of them was the free stock, which I should just get rid of because I don't care about. I should probably consolidate the pot stock. So I only have to like watch one pot company. Right. And then there was my tarot pick, which was, you know, <laughs> like the sort of the, well, the kind of, but, but actually I, I, yeah. why, why consolidate? I don't, I'd be interested in hearing maybe Dana's thoughts on that, or just like, it's, it, it's okay to have 10 if you're like, is it good to diversify within one sector? Is it good to have two or three different pot well, stocks? Yeah. You know what, Jen, now that you just said you have a bunch of pot stocks, so when you just said you have 10 different or 12, yeah. different stocks, I was thinking, I was imagining you're in like 12 different, completely different categories. No, with- no, no, no. My categories are essentially pot, yeah, fuel cell. And I've won Johnson Johnson just because Tula, you were talking about dividends once. And I thought I should get something with dividends and see how that works. Mm-hmm. And then of course my space travel stock that the tarot told me to buy. Right, so well, that's not too difficult to track then. So you, you, the majority of your holdings are in pot basically. So you can kind of- The, the majority is actually in crypto. The number of companies, not yes, the amount. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So you're kind of, you have maybe four industries that you're- right. That you're, but I think even with that, though, because even within an industry, for me, for right now, right, I feel like given my my own bandwidth, it, it still might make sense to sort of choose one of those companies and make it my company rather than, mm-hmm. you know, three. JJ, what were you, were you yeah. have a thought? Yeah. Well, just going back to having a plan, I was talking to my mother and I've learned a lot about stock investing from her. And she's so excited about what we're doing. Oh, she's she listens to the show. So. Hi, mom. And 
our biggest she, fan. She, she Hi, Hi, Sasha. Hi, Sasha. Hi, Sasha. <laughs> but she was saying exactly this about having a plan. And her plan is, I'm going to hold it for three months based on the news, what I think is going on. And after three months or six months or wherever, I'm going to sell it. And also that it's important after you do that to not beat yourself up if you miss out on some gains after that. You know, you can only go by your plan. Now, maybe you can reevaluate your plan based on kind of, oh, I wish I'd hold on to it longer. Were there signs? Should I be changing or updating my thinking? But I thought that was a really good, instead of, Jen, as you were saying, just like, oh, I'm just going to watch it and then mm-hmm. maybe sell at some point. Because I think what happened with me is I was, I just got a little like, oh, and I thought, okay, it's going up and down. Just like Dana was saying um, to us just on a chat that things often go up two or 3% go up and down during the course of a day. So don't panic. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's kind of a long-winded way to say, I think, who's this guy's name, Jen? Joe? Joe. Yeah. Joe's advice, like actually have a plan. That seems to be a kind of drumbeat of a theme. (laughs) (laughs) It's a drumbeat. Um, Yes. Um, Another thing that I learned was I had visions of making loads of money when we first started (laughs) out. And then I realized, I don't know why it took me this long, that, oh, you have to invest a lot of money, Tula, in order to make a lot of money. I mean, it seems like such a an obvious thing, but even when you're making a, like a 16% gain sounds amazing, but when you've only invested on $10, $50, <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad until now that I've only invested small amounts because I'm learning. But right. one of the things I've learned is, okay, I think I'm ready to go bigger, And, you know, I feel more confident, like Dana's always said, the research part of it is so important and I feel more confident in investing more. So that was my big aha moment. (laughs) But Tula, I have to say for you, and if I may talk about your debt for a second, it's been so impressive. Well, it's been really impressive to me how fast you've been able to pay it down. And once once you've paid it off and you keep going at this clip, instead of paying debt, then you've got that money to put into investments and to put some of it into more secure, stable savings, of course, but yeah. you have more money Four to play with. Um, right. But well, yeah. And on that note, my uncle helped me understand, you know, I was paying down my debt and I was talking to him about what a thankless it, it's like, you get excited that you've paid it down, but then you realize you're still behind the start line. Mm-hmm. He's like, but think of it as like, what if your APR was 18%? That's like, you're paying yourself 18%. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I like thinking of it that way. Like getting out of debt is more about paying myself. And then that feels well, like, way. yeah, like more rewarding mm-hmm. to think of it that way. But yes, you can. I think it's amazing. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to wrap this up pretty quickly, but I just want to say to like close out this horrible, horrible, no good, horrible year. There are some things to celebrate. And I really, I really, I think Tula, the fact that you've been able to do that is something to really celebrate. I mean, granted, it's a little easier not to spend a lot of money when you're on lockdown. So maybe that's true. That's part of it. I'm I'm going to go celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I want to celebrate by buying something, but I got to change that behavior. Buy yourself like, (laughs) you know, a a ring light. Yes. (laughs) Buy yourself a ring light or buy yourself a very well-researched share 
Thank you. Now stop. There sure. you go. Oh, that's what we should do. Should we all buy each other like one share of something for Christmas? Oh, that's a great idea. That's yeah. Cool. Oh, we could do like Secret Santa. Uh, Secret Santa stock. <laughs> Secret stock Santa. But how do we do that? Because you can't you buy that. stock for other people, can you? What's the, what are the mechanics of it? Maybe what we could do is research it and research then decide based on personality types. Like the three of us are going to buy Tula this stock and then three of us are going to buy Dana this stock. That's a cute idea. I like that idea. Okay. When you guys have time to do that, let's connect and do that. <laughs> have our 87 separate Zoom calls. Wait, you know, joking aside, I definitely want to support what you said, Jen, about being thankful for something this year. And I completely agree having this group and connecting and doing our podcast and having this opportunity to actually push myself to learn more um, with you guys has been just a really fun and great experience. So thanks for like making the time to get together and and being well, thank open. you, Professor, for oh guiding us. Thank you, Dana, muse. for buying stock in uh, that crazy company way back when and doing that funky thing that made us all go, hmm, maybe we should do that too. <laughs> this is all because of you, really. And thank you. Thank you also to Jen, who's doing a lot of the uh, tech heavy lifting. Yes, absolutely. For sure. For sure. Bows to you. (laughs) I think my family's really mad at me because it's all I ever do. They're like, where's mom? I'm like, "Um, leave me alone. (laughs) Like mom's got a second (laughs) life that doesn't involve you. I'm editing my podcast. Right. Well, soon, soon you'll basically have your husband saying something like, can you just have an affair? (laughs) <laughs> it takes too much time just have an affair <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> oh my gosh one final thought too is i was just the other day talking to my dad about investing in podcasts and i was like there something came out in the news about oh, it was pfizer and i was like well let me check my pfizer stock and he kind of gave me this funny look and i was like dad is it weird to hear me talking about stocks with you he goes yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like, but I like it, but it's funny. I feel like it's changed my own narrative about myself. Oh, like totally. before, before this podcast, I was somebody who didn't know much about money and oh, investing. And now I have bought into a different version of myself. Can it I tell you, can I give you guys, this is a compliment for all of us. So I was at a friend of mine, bought a really cool fire pit and invited us over for mold cider and whatever. Anyway, I'm also, I've become this insufferable person who only talks about money now, like about our podcast. People ask me about it and I just go off on this crazy rant about it. Like, oh, anyway, but one of my friends, he's actually an economist who teaches in the business school. And he said, yeah, I've listened to some of your episodes and I think they're really fun. And I, I was so happy that somebody who actually knows something about this stuff didn't say, you guys are making fools of yourselves. So. <laughs> no, we're not. And actually, I was talking to a very funny, smart lady about the podcast. She was saying that one of the things that sets us apart is that we're not experts. She's like, there's so many podcasts out there about experts, you know, let me tell you what to invest in this and that. She's like, it's really, she said, she goes, it's adorable that the four of you are talking about your own, like, you know, little investment club. She's like, that's the appeal. Well, that was the whole idea of the podcast. But I think if we We continue, yeah, we did, we succeeded. But Should our our tagline be adorable investing? (laughs) Or a women investing question mark adorable <laughs> <Exploding> investing <laughs> <cloud>. <laughs>
Exactly. <laughs> oh, how cute. Okay. So goals for 2021. We are going to keep doing this and we're going to get better at it. And maybe we'll even make a little more money. Or a lot. Or a lot. Or a lot. Well, let's have, let's have another show where we talk about 2021, where we could all talk about our bigger goals and yes. maybe even <gasps> predictions. JJ, are you saying predictions like what's going to happen with our economy, like once Biden's in office, those kinds of predictions? Well, I think anything that is informing informing our investing and the way we're thinking about our money and the world in general. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't mean mm-hmm. like a crystal ball? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think because we're not going to, we're probably not going to record again before the new year because it is Christmas Eve and everyone's going to be doing their thing right now. Let's do a little round robin. Everyone pick one of your stocks. Tell us what the number is right now and where you honestly think it's going to be in one month. And then we're going to check it. Oh, I like and that. After we do this round robin, we're going to say goodbye because we all have a lot to do. All right. I'm going to just go first. I'm going to yep. jump in. Bitcoin is right now at 23,262. So 23,262. I think in 2021, yeah. it will definitely hit 40K. By which month? Like, where are you going to be? I want to know where you think you're going to be January 31st. Oh, January 31st. I'm I'm still seeing in the 20s, to be honest with you. Okay. JJ? Mm. Uh, this is hard. Um, I think... Um, my, I'm just looking at my portfolio, my take two interactive, which is, you know, they do gaming and right now they are at 202.84, $202.84. And I think because of (laughs) additional lockdown and Christmas and all that stuff and uptake of the uh, vaccine, I think that will go up to 210. By January 31st. By January 31st. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd love it, but yeah, I <laughs> guess. I don't know. I, I'm trying to, it's hard for me to separate my hopes from my predictions. <laughs> What's your hope, Tula? I'll go with your hope first. My hope is that Pfizer continues to go up as the vaccine gets rolled out and more and more people get vaccinated. But I know that, you know, Moderna and some other companies are getting in on that action and there's competition. So I'm let's let's say I hope that Pfizer, Pfizer right now is at 37.41. I hope that it goes up to, I'm going to be modest about this and say like 43 by the end of January. But my other prediction kind of follows along with Dana, you were saying with Bitcoin, because I bought some Ethereum, which is a lesser known, but cheaper cryptocurrency. Okay. Right now that's at 588, almost 589. I'm predicting that to go up to, let's say 650. And I'm going to end on my favorite fuel cell energy. I think Certainly because of the Biden administration and they're being kinder to trying to save the world from climate change. I do think these sustainable energy solutions are going to get more of an injection, which is why it's going up. It's gone down quite a bit today so far. It's been skyrocketing all week and now it's down. Uh, but it's still at $12.13. And I can't remember what it was when I bought it, but it was like $3 or $4. And that was just a couple of months ago. So I think, but I don't think it's going to level off at some point. I mean, today it's dropping. Today it's down 10%, which is a significant thing, except that yesterday it went up a gazillion percent, not a gazillion, but a lot. And so I'm going to say that on January 31st, fuel cell energy will be at around $18 a share. And I will say that when it hits 20, my plan is I'm going to sell. I hope your prediction comes true because I also have you. So I'm going to piggy. Awesome. I'm going to piggyback on your point. Right. Well, love you guys. Have a great Christmas. Love you too. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Love Happy you. Hanukkah. See you. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. Bye. See you in 2021.
Shh, I'm stealing a sign-off from a different episode. JJ, can you tell us a little bit about how people might be able to find us out there in the wide, wide web, worldwide web? Well, we are online at www.womentakestock.com. You can find us on Twitter, Women Take Stock. You can find us on Instagram, women.take.stock. <laughs> you can find us on Pinterest and YouTube, Women Take Stock, everywhere. Oh, my so, God. We're going to be in your dreams soon. We're so ubiquitous. <laughs>